This podcast is brought to you by Chames Entertainment, LLC. ChamesEntertainment.com is the place you can go to view all of my latest music and poetry, in addition to custom poetry and branding packages that I offer. My new ebook, How to Survive a Stock Market Crash, is now available for free. Just visit ChamesEntertainment.com backslash investing to download. Again, that's C-H-A-M-E-S Entertainment.com backslash investing. Now let's get it. up everybody happy friday once again and welcome to episode number 34 of jc the hip-hop trader as you may have guessed i am jc today is may the 24th 2019 pre-market hours this this week was really a lot more of the same. And I want to start off by reminding everybody that we really need to trust the process in the stock market. Everything isn't always going to look great. But the key is to stay in the game through the ups and downs and manage your risk properly so that when the market is down, You can take advantage of it and not have to worry about it. And everything still needs to be done gradually because the market is impossible to time. Anybody that tells you that they can time the market is a liar. (laughs) There There are tools, and we've talked about some of the tools that you can use to help you with um understanding the trends within the market, but it's impossible to actually time because you're still dealing with people. You're dealing with individual investor emotions and collectively they can alter the stock in ways that go off of the pattern that you might have been following. Now, the term trust the process, I'm not sure if all of you guys watch basketball but i i'm a sixers fan and the sixers coined the term trust the process because a few seasons ago they were towards the bottom of the league and just recently they were ranked number 3 in the eastern conference which would have been unheard of a few years ago and they kept saying trust the process basically what they were doing was tanking on purpose so that they could get good draft picks. Now, obviously, it's not the same scenario here with the stock market, but it's similar. It is similar because 
your portfolio is going to take hits. You just have to understand that. Your portfolio isn't always going to be up. But similar to how in the NBA, when your team isn't doing that good, you're able to pick up the best draft picks. That relates to the stock market because when the market is down, you're able to pick up great quality companies that are cheaper than they normally would be. And instead of worrying and instead of thinking you need to sell everything because everything's down and you don't want it to go down any further, that's when you do your buying. And if you trust the process, it's going to pay off. And that process involves diversification, it involves keeping a cash hedge, and it involves patience and emotional stability. Now, speaking of emotional stability, I want to talk about Tesla very briefly because I mentioned a few weeks ago that I started a position in Tesla. And I mentioned last week that I put more money into Tesla. <laughs> I I put more money into Tesla once again, and I'm actually I actually think I'm now done investing in Tesla because my position is now right about where I wanted it to be, which is about 5-6% of my portfolio. And Tesla has been a falling knife as of late. And this week, to make matters worse, Morgan Stanley made one of the most ridiculous statements that I've ever heard in my life. And I love Morgan Stanley. I, I called it out as one of the, the best bank stocks. I'm not personally in it. I, I prefer JP Morgan. But Morgan Stanley came out and said that the worst case scenario in terms of the bear case for Tesla would be a stock price of $10. That's just ridiculous to me. And for, for Tesla to go to $10, to me, that means that they're, they're going bankrupt. That means that they are not going to be moving forward <laughs> because I, I understand the price being high. So I can understand saying that I understand the bear case completely for Tesla and it's all about valuation. But for a major institution to come out and say that $10 is the worst case scenario, I think is a little bit irresponsible. Now, granted, they did say worst case scenario. So you can make an argument that, oh, well, they're not saying that it has to go that low. They're just saying that's the worst case scenario. Well, the worst case scenario of any stock can be that the the stock just falls. What would they say that about Amazon? Because worst case scenario for Amazon is what if it gets broken up and it can't continue its growth? Would you say $10 is the worst case scenario for that stock or even $100? 
So I, I just don't understand. I don't understand the timing. And I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have short positions. I'm sure that's the reason why they came out and even came out of their mouth to say that Tesla could go down to $10. But for, for us, the investors that still believe in Tesla, we need to understand why it's coming down so strong right now. Jim Cramer gave a hypothesis that saying that because the SEC has silenced Elon Musk and he's unable to tweet <laughs> that that's causing the stock to go lower because usually right about now, Elon would say something that would get investors excited again and it would send the stock higher, but he's not able to do that right now. I, I, I kind of agree with him <laughs> because that, that's usually how things worked in the past. We also need to understand that Tesla hasn't been growing that well in China. And that's on top of all of the trade war things that, that are going on and the uncertainty that, that we're facing with, with China. The thing is, I still believe in Elon. Now, I did say I'm done investing because I, I'm now at the position where I don't want to put any more capital towards it. I, I'm now at a, about a $233 cost basis per share. And things can still go left. I don't, wanna, I don't want it taking up too much of my portfolio. Even after coming down, it's still an expensive auto stock. And true self-driving cars are still further away than people think. On top of that, anything can happen. And that, that kind of goes in line with what Morgan Stanley was saying. I still don't necessarily agree with them saying $10. But what I'm saying is anything can happen with any stock, not just Tesla. But in terms of Tesla specifically, what if Elon doesn't remain CEO for whatever reason? He might get hit by a bus tomorrow. He might, it might not be a situation where he's forced out. That would be catastrophic. We also don't know what we don't know. Something else about the organization might not be what it seems. Remember Theranos? Now, Elon Musk is no Elizabeth Holmes, but you just never know what can happen. That's why you diversify. And you don't put too much of your faith and too much of your capital in any specific stock or even sector. Speaking of which, I've been telling you to make sure that you are diversified out of tech. Even though younger investors can be mostly in tech, because that's usually where the growth is going to be, you still want to have exposure to other sectors. This past week has proven exactly why I've been saying that. Because the NASDAQ has been plummeting. It's been plummeting down hard. And we all know that the NASDAQ 100 is tech, is heavily weighted in tech stocks. So if your portfolio 
is heavily weighted in tech, there's a very good chance that you took a big hit this week. But if you were diversified, there should have been some of your portfolio that was still safe from that. If you look at some of my some of my old long-term plays that I called out as diversified plays, such as Home Depot, ticker symbol HD, we'll talk about them in a little bit, ticker symbol D, Dominion Energy, U.S. Concrete, which is ticker symbol USCR, and even Southwest, ticker symbol LUV. They've all been holding steady while tech has been plummeting. Now, we also need to understand that the tariffs are going to hit a lot of businesses even outside of tech. Not to mention, there are still no participation trophies in the market. It'll be interesting to see what retailers continue to grow while Amazon still continues its domination. Because a lot of retailers might be getting hit with, or not might, will be getting hit with the tariffs. Now, I I do want to look at some of the earnings reports that we saw this week from some of the retailers. We saw earnings this week from Kohl's, Nordstrom, Home Depot, Lowe's, and Target. They all reported earnings. Some were good. Some were bad. Nordstrom, ticker symbol JWN, is down almost 8% for the week. They had very poor earnings. And they also lowered their full year outlook. Kohl's is also down this week. Ticker symbol KSS. Kohl's is down almost 20% for the week. Both earnings and guidance for the rest of the year fell short of expectations. Kohl attributes its slow start to 2019 to unseasonable weather. Also, less productivity in its promotional events and soft business in the home category. They also say that the tariffs could hurt them. Now, I find it funny that they are blaming things like unseasonable weather. But then you look at a stock like Target, ticker symbol TGT. Meanwhile, Target is up 13% for the week. Earnings beat forecasts. They figured out online and they figured out how to properly compete with Amazon, which a lot of retailers have been failing to do. They've been failing miserably. Half of Target's online sales come from same day transactions via their curbside pickup program or the front door deliveries via shipped which Target bought and is a yearly subscription service similar to Amazon Prime. Also, their store traffic has been up. So it's not like they're just raising prices to to increase their earnings per share. Their store traffic is up. I also want to go back to talking about Home Depot. Home Depot, ticker symbol HD, which I called out a few months ago as a long play of the day, they are slightly up, mostly holding steady. They did beat earnings estimates. While in the meantime, Lowe's, 
ticker symbol LOW is down about 12% this week due to bad earnings. And they also cut their 2019 profit forecast, blaming higher costs and weak pricing. We need to pick stocks carefully. We can't just pick stocks based on knowing the company because we like to shop there. We need to make sure that we're looking at the numbers. We need to make sure that we're looking at the valuations. We need to compare the valuations to other stocks within the sector as well. And we need to make wise decisions because it's still possible to make a lot of bad picks even if you are fully diversified. Now, before we finish up today, I do want to talk about chip stocks again, (laughs) the semiconductor chip sector. They've been down once again this week. And we did get a little bit of hope this week. The Huawei tensions eased for a second or two, (laughs) but the optimism was very short-lived. It was overshadowed this week by not only the fact that the trade war is still uncertain, and it could really impact the chip sector in a big way. Earnings could get cut in half in a lot of cases with the chip stocks who have China exposure, but also this week. Qualcomm was ruled to have violated U.S. antitrust law, and investors fear that that could cut their earnings in half, and that's on top of the China fears. Qualcomm, which is ticker symbol QCOM, is down about 16% for the week, and that's helping to bring down the chips, the chip sector. Now, I'm not I'm not going to blame just Qualcomm for this. I'm also not going to just blame China. Because I told you a few weeks ago that chips were getting a little overbought. But now, (laughs) now chips are starting to look very oversold. And it's looking like we can do some buys. What I personally did this week was, and I'm not necessarily saying you should do this because I I talked about the the ETF before, ticker symbol SOXL, and it is a three times bull leveraged ETF, which is essentially a more volatile version of the semiconductor ETF SOXX, which is the one that I would prefer you to use, especially if you don't have the stomach to deal with the bigger dips. But what I personally did was I temporarily sold my positions in NVIDIA, NVDA, and AMD in favor of SOXL because I do believe that There's a lot of upside to come with chips. Again, just as I stated before, 
as now they begin to be oversold. And I think that the upside in chips as a whole is going to surpass the upside in the individual chips that I've been investing in just because the chips that I've been investing in haven't really fallen as far as some of the others. And I think the chip space as a whole will deserves to come up a little bit more, especially since, especially if there is a trade deal and especially if we find out that chips aren't necessarily going to get hit and or the Huawei tensions continue to ease. Something else I did this week was I picked up a position in JP Morgan. Actually, I did that yesterday, ticker symbol JPM. You know, I stated before that JP Morgan was one of my favorite bank stocks. I just thought it was priced a little high. But now that the entire market has been coming down, I decided to take a position once I saw it fall below 108. And now that can be one of my long-term plays to help diversify my portfolio out of tech. But I still have that tech exposure. I, I have the semiconductor exposure through the, the ETF SOXL, and which is leveraged. So if chips shoot up, that ETF is really going to shoot up. And I also still have my positions in. Amazon, Facebook, and Google, which I believe will, will all continue steady growth. But if they don't, again, I'm diversified out of tech as well. I also still have cash on the side. So if we do continue to go lower, which obviously we can, even though I think a lot of the fears are now beginning to be baked in to the market, we can still go lower because investor fear can always take us lower. But these are definitely the levels to do some buys. But remember to keep the cash hedge. Remember to diversify. Remember to trust the process. That being said, I hope everybody has a great week. I hope that you aren't panicking as the market goes lower. This is all justified. This is all normal. If you're a new investor, this is going to happen again. It'll probably be worse when you see it happen again. Just keep in mind that you need to protect yourself. Remember that I have my ebook now available for free, How to Survive a Stock Market Crash, at shamesentertainment.com backslash investing. And until next time, if it's JC. I ain't spending it. I'ma sell that, flip it to a business. Y'all be on money phones, talking flipping bricks. I'ma show you little boys what the difference is. Fuck your party, fuck your race. Put the money in a safe for Republican and office, make more bread. Get yourself an LLC, put some money in the markets, get your gains tax less than the poor get. Uh, uh, fuck with me and get some money. Fuck with me and get some money.